What is going on, Badger fans? Welcome to another episode of Lost on Badgers. We're going to do a spring game recap. How worried should we be? And let's talk a little bit about the live show. And I just want to say thank you to some folks. So on Wisconsin, we're going to talk about all that and more today's Locked on Badgers. Let's go. You are Locked on Badgers, your daily podcast on the Wisconsin Badgers. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. What is going on, everybody? Welcome to Lockdown Badgers. I'm your host, as always, Ryan Herrings. Really do appreciate you making this your first listen every day. One of your first listens. Um, today's show is brought to you by FanDuel, the official sports book of Lockdown. Make every moment more. Visit FanDuel.com slash Lockdown today to get started. Uh, and let's get Justin on here. Justin's here. I think Rajiv is still sleeping somewhere. <laughs> we, didn't, we didn't get a positive response from Rajiv. He's on the rotating thing on the baggage claim in the uh, airport. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's spinning was, around, all cuddled up. It was a lot of food that we consumed yeah. this weekend. And, and a lot of... And alcohol. <laughs> and, and a lot of beer. So um, it, it was awesome, though. So that's where we want to start. We had our live show. Uh, it was so cool to meet mm-hmm. so many of you guys and, and gals, guys and gals. It was incredible. And I was, I, it couldn't have gone better, to be honest. And there's a lot of people that reached out and said, I wish I could be there. Are you doing it again? Yes. If we do another one, absolutely. Yeah. Um, but it was so much fun to meet people who listen to the show and, and just to interact as we build the community up. I thought it was amazing. Yeah. We, there's some discussions. We may try to come up for a game. Uh, we'll see how that goes. We'll we'll keep everyone posted if we do decide to find one that we're going to all get together for. Uh, but we'll definitely let everyone know if we're going to do something like that again. Uh, it was great. Uh, I, you know, we, we didn't have really expectations for who was all going to show up as a Friday afternoon. A lot of people are working. Uh, it's un- completely unreasonable to expect people to take off from work to come down and, and see our, you know, ugly mugs hanging out in the bar. So... I, it was it was meant a lot to see the people that have come down there. We it was really enjoyed meeting all of you, everyone that came down there. It was a good time, and it, it was really reflective of the, just what we were trying to be about. Is the, the community of Badger fans out there getting together, talking about it, chopping it up, having some laughs, having some beer? Um, and I want to shout out a couple people specifically, uh, Marty, who's in the chat. Right, Marty Griffin's over here. Um, he set up all the tech stuff. He reached out. Incredible, dude. Um, Marty was amazing. Like everything that was set up technically he did, he did it for free. Um, mm-hmm. uh, so thank you so much, Marty. Um, and then everyone else we just met, like, I'm going to miss some people, but like Greg was awesome. Got to meet, uh, Ben, got to meet Andrew, got to meet, uh, Finn had came up in a great question. Ryan had a couple great questions. Got to meet, uh, Tom and, and Jim, uh, Molly and, and Ben, and just so many other people that I know I'm missing some and I apologize, but yeah. It was awesome. We appreciate all of you. If we forgot, if we've forgotten any names, please know that we we really enjoyed meeting you and having everybody down there. Yep, it was so much fun. All right, uh, let's get to a couple comments really quick. Let's mm-hmm. again, we're trying to make this this show is kind of a, a live show for a reason. We haven't talked about spring football, so if you, if you have any questions, concerns, anything you saw, if you were there, if you're watching on TV, what stood out, uh, we're gonna chop that up on today's show. So. Let's see. Uh, Marty Griffin, who we just talked about, said it might be a bumpy start, but when it clicks, it'll be amazing. Um, yeah, the offense. I, I think it's – I oh, let's start here then because, Justin, I want to get your take on this as well. My worry meter, you know, because everybody showed up to see the offense, to see Tanner Mordecai, to see this new look air raid, the Longo system, and Mordecai threw four picks. And quite frankly, some of them were pretty bad picks. Um, hmm. My worry meter is that, hmm, that's interesting. But it's really no further yeah. than that. 
because to me yeah. it's it's spring football and it's one practice in spring football. I threw out on the Discord when when somebody brought up the Mordecai thing and I said, as Ryan says, it's a data point. It's something you need to you take in and you evaluate. But it all signs point to everything that we've heard. This is hit by far his worst practice of the spring. Um, that's not something you're happy about when it's in front of all the fan base. But it's not something I make too much of. If we consistently see or see or hear going forward that he continues to struggle, then it's something to worry about. Um, first off, it's a spring game. It's possible based off of what we looked at, like this could be completely different the way Longo would have actually handled it had he been trying to run the actual offense. Like if this was, say we were playing our defense in a game setting. That felt like the real offense though. That they're well, no, I don't mean it from that standpoint, but I mean, he may have been like, okay, well, the way they're lined up, it makes sense for us to, to go run heavy and force them out of what, what they're showing. And I don't know what, you know, how, if this would be the exact same way that he would do it. Like, was this meant to be like situational to kind of show Mordecai, hey, you're looking at this? Or is it meant to be, you know, we're going to, we're going to see what the defense throws at us and we're going to adjust accordingly. I don't know what they were trying to get out of this. So it's hard for me to really truly evaluate how they were looking at this in terms of context of what the, the way they would plan a game. Um, it, there were some bad decisions in this, and I, I think we all we would agree with that. Mm-hmm. Now, going forward, my way, like I said, looking at this is simply he needs to do better. Hopefully, he bounces back, and we go forward from there. He's going to have, you know, two more practices, and then he's going to have, you know, however many months here where he gets to hang out with those receivers and throw every day, mm-hmm. where they develop continuity and they get used to each other in terms of the way their minds work in terms of throwing passes and stuff like that or where they're going to break. You know, to get a better feel for each other. And then he's gonna have all a fall too. Yeah. I, I would also say, right, if this practice had been one of the the quote unquote hidden practices that only certain people could see, it would have been buried kind of in the footnotes. And if one mm-hmm. of his better practices had been uh during the launch, all the fans would have been like, it's working, it's incredible. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. One practice, especially in spring, for an offense that is completely new, yeah, a bunch of new coaching staff, um, the, the all the bunch of new players weird. It just like again, I take note of it. I don't think it's a nothing burger, but I am really not that worried. The only thing I would say is when Mordecai came in, like one of the things we talked about was the dude has thrown twenty-two picks the last two years at SMU. Mm-hmm. Like the interception, he he'll take some chances with the volume that he throws. It's not like it's a two-to-one ratio, but he does throw some picks. That's yeah. part of his bag. It just it is what it is, unfortunately. Well, and the, like, here's the way I kind of evaluate it. Like the the CJ Williams pick. The way I looked at that play was he put it out there for him, and CJ made a heck of a move to get create separation and get to the ball. He's just got to finish that play. Like that could have been a thirty yard completion. Instead, mm-hmm. it turns into an interception because it goes off his hands. But Mordecai put it in a good spot where he could come back to it, and and CJ Williams created did made a great move on the ball. He's just got to finish that play. Yeah, I thought that was the one that was least on Mordecai to some degree. I thought the others were more, were a little more on Mordecai. Um, yeah, I would agree with that. Easton Park says growing pains uh, will still make us uh, growing pains hurt, but they'll make us better, make us taller. Uh, yeah, this feels like growing pains to some degree. Mm-hmm. Uh, by the way, really quick, uh, Nick was there as well. Nick is awesome, and then I wanted to mention D'Angelo, who came from Columbus. D'Angelo had a ton of energy. He was awesome. <laughs> um, 
Don't forget, D'Angelo, if you're watching this, hit me up. I got something for you. Okay, so he was incredible too. Sorry. I'm going to keep remembering people as I go because I want to give people shout-outs that came because y'all were incredible. Um, oh, that's my phone. That's professional. That's Rajiv. <laughs> He's Rajiv. checking in. Rajiv just landed. All right, let's 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 go to this next comment here because, Justin, you and I talked about this a little bit earlier. Greg Campbell said, um, I'm not worried because Locke looked fantastic. Uh, so I, I actually agree with Greg on this. I thought he looked fantastic. You weren't quite as high on just on that performance. No, I, I thought he looked solid. I thought he looked like, okay, when I evaluate this, I'm looking, does this guy look like he's, you know, going to be out there and start, is he starting caliber? Is he a guy that if we, if we had to put him in a game that I'd be concerned with, I don't, I don't have a concern with him going out there and playing. Now, did he, it's not like he went out there and threw four touchdown passes and was, you know, just setting the world afire. He had a couple plays that he missed here and there. Um, I, I thought the offensive line play in this scrimmage was not great. And I think it, I think it affected all three quarterbacks, especially I, I feel for Nick Evers. Well, hold on. Let's keep that. Cause I want to, I want to stay on lock for yeah. one second though. Yeah, um, of course. I actually, cause I think offensive line is a whole talking point. I a hundred percent agree. Yeah. Um, but I just go back to lock lock felt so in control to me. His first drive, he was, I think five of six, uh, had, had a touchdown, had a really nice touchdown pass to Rucci. But I also thought when he ran, like it was no, no, yes, run, tuck, go. It was very decisive to me. And I was really impressed because he's still a young quarterback. But No, I, I would agree with that. Out of the three quarterbacks, he by far looked like he was the most there mentally in terms of just like, all right, I I, I know what I need to be doing here. I'm going to go ahead and, you know, I don't love this. I'm going to go. I'm going to run. Or I'm going to throw. I'm going to check down. You know, he he did not take risks with the football during that during the scrimmage like some the other two did uh, i thought it looked good all right we're gonna take a very quick break a bunch more of your comments coming up including some other players that caught my eye that caught justin's eye uh, and then a bunch of really good comments including we have a mertz reference did mordecai look like graham mertz a little bit we're gonna talk about that next on lockdown badgers that's an exciting one huh all right today's show is brought to you by our good friends over at fanduel we've talked about it a lot fanduel is america's number one sports book uh, there's a reason we use it. There's a reason it's become so popular. It's become the best sports book in the country. It's our sports book. And now with baseball going on, grand slams, no hitters, double plays, this is an excellent time to get in because you get that no sweat first bet up to $1,000 back. That's bonus bets back if you don't win. Just go to fanduelcom slash locked on to sign in, place your first bet and get up to $1,000 in back in bonus bets if you win. Um, and you can bet on whatever. Bet on Aaron Judge picking up where he left off last year. Uh, pitchers can go the over-under on a strikeouts in a game, combine them into a same game parlay, make it a little more fun. Plus the basketball playoffs are going on. Y'all know I'm riding with Phoenix. I don't even know why anymore, but I am. Denver scares the living bejesus out of me. But listen, go to Lockdown or go to FanDuel. Um, FanDuel.com slash Lockdown today to get started. Get your no sweat first bet. FanDuel is the official sports betting partner of Major League Baseball. And when you're done here, go check out Lockdown NFL Mock Draft Special. It's here. It's better. It's bigger than ever. Follow along all 32 teams first picks in six episodes it's an ultimate mock draft party oh like only locked on can do it go check that out today uh and let's get justin back on the show let's keep talking about what we saw in the spring game uh, i want to put this comment up here justin i'm just going to kick it to you this is over from uh, slim lewis by the way slim thank you for always tuning I, in i was show. reading that i was going to actually yep. bring it up too so slim's got a two-parter he said i'm just going to keep it real which slim always does by the way yeah I'm going to keep it real. Mordecai looks significantly worse than Mertz. That's not to say he'll be worse than Mertz, but there's no way to sugarcoat how bad he looked. Locke has potential, though. I'm going to go ahead and, and just – I'll keep it real, too. 
based off of what we've read from the spring practices, Locke has actually thrown more picks than the Mordecai bar that day. So he's he's been a little bit looser with the football up until this point. That doesn't mean that all those interceptions are on him. They happen. But it's not like there has been a gap between the two. Like It's been talked about by the writers pretty ad nauseum that Mordecai has been the more – has been consistently the best quarterback in camp. That doesn't mean that that Locke hasn't looked really good too. I think they feel really good about their QB room in terms of, in terms of the top two guys that if Locke had to go out there and start a game, that they'd be pretty comfortable with it. But I I think we're – listen, we need to take in what we saw, but we can't overreact to what we're seeing out there. Like I, Him throwing four picks in that does not mean that his season is going to be bad. It doesn't mean he's going to throw four four picks in a game during the season. You know, he has had some interceptions in the past in previous seasons. He has not been a historically quarterback that goes out there and has three pick games. He'll put the ball out there a little bit, but he's not. His he does not typically have games that you look at and you're like, "Wow, that was a train wreck." Well, let's be fair too. Uh, as long as Ricardo Holman doesn't enter the portal and go play against, <laughs> yeah. uh, I think he'll be fine. No, yeah, I, he has I, his number. I think Slim <laughs> is right that there is no way to sugarcoat how bad he looked in that practice. Oh yeah. He he was, it was a rough, rough practice, you know, being there watching it, we were sitting in the seats like, okay, he needs to have something positive happen here. And he really didn't have it. Um, But then again, I thought, I felt, I kind of felt like the offense in general was, was pretty rough throughout the whole practice. Like we didn't really have anyone take off and just get locked in and get consistent. Like locked had some good plays, but it's not like he had the second string humming down the field, like every drive either thought, so it's he was yeah, definitely it was significantly better than what we saw from the first string i thought braylon ripped started ripping off some runs as yes the practice the, went on the run game looked good the pass blocking left a lot to be desired paul buckeye says how's it going ryan uh going good paul thank you for tuning in let's go um i just landed i got mcdonald's on my way home um uh, <laughs> so I, I eat so much fast food, which is this is terrible. Really quickly, uh, McDonald's guy actually knows me as a regular, which is <laughs> as a drive-through guy. Your drive-through guy can't know you as a regular. That's a terrible yeah. thing. Yeah, it's not um, good. That's it's like the not Chinese good. food place for me. <laughs> it's not good. Let's keep going here. Uh, Joe Shalom, Shalom, five forty-three a.m. here in Germany, and still locked on my badge. Let's go, Joe. Let's go. Um, that's awesome. Aaron Hubesh. Gosh, I'm sorry, man. Good to see a questionable cornerback unit do well on a positive note. So that is something I want to talk about. Yeah. Um, I, I think we yeah. feel really good about this, the top three corners. They looked really good in that. So did the safeties. It looks good, Justin. So mm-hmm. Holman, the ball. So the the CJ one, right? It got ricocheted. A lot of cornerbacks don't have the ball skills to react to that and make a yeah. play on that ball. Um, that that was really impressive to me. Alexander Smith. There was one play. Both Rajiv and I were just watching him blanket CJ Williams. Like yeah. it was like Velcro. Um, and then I loved what Matry looked like. He he looked bigger to me than I expected. He is long limb, he's physical. Yeah, the really physicalness is a big deal. I, I really like the secondary in general. I thought Declonum had some good had mm. some good plays out there too. Um, I feel pretty good about him providing some depth. I still don't love the fact that he doesn't have a ton of experience, but I, I think we feel good about him, what he's capable of becoming for this defense, which is in a couple of years, he could be a really, really good cornerback. Yep. And we, we haven't even introduced um, young Amari Snowden into this mix. 
I thought Austin Brown also looks the part. Kamoi Latou made a nice read on that first interception. It was a bad mm-hmm. pass, but Latou made the yeah. nice read on it. Hunter Roller was at the line of scrimmage all game long, had two or three blitzes. Mm-hmm. Um, they also sent, by the way, they also sent Matry a couple times. Like they're really mm-hmm. sending some corners and safeties off the edge, which I thought was interesting. Um, Easton Park said Marty did a good job. Agreed. Marty, Marty crushed it. Yeah. Uh, Steve Mitchell said offense needs more than a dozen practices to develop any continuity between quarterback and receivers in the new offense. I think that's a great point, Steve. Yeah. I think the offensive line too has some, has some growth to do. And it's a different system, wider splits. There's, there's a lot of different things there. I mean, we talked about it. People were, were really hard on Nick Evers in this practice and you and I were watching and it's like that third string offensive line was rough. Like mm-hmm. there was, there was a couple plays there where it's like he was running for his life. Like the second the ball was snapped. Now he had some nice runs, but I mean, he had one throw. He only had three, three attempts. One of them was a throwaway, which I'm, you know, you're proud that the kid kid threw it away. Another one was just an incompletion. It's, I can't, I don't know what to take away from him. And from this, it's like, I, there's not, it's nice to see that he got some reps, but it's like, I, this didn't mean anything to me when it comes to his development. Like, there wasn't enough up to see him out there, and it wasn't enough to see what he could do with a clean pocket where he can actually look his guys down and see and go. The The running was impressive. Mm-hmm. When he broke the pocket on the first one and took off for what was like 20 yards, that was that was pretty sweet. He can he can move. And he had to move. He had to run. Like yeah. there was there was one play where the, the blocking was so bad. Justin, we talked about Rajiv talked about it. We thought it was a screen. Yeah. And four it, four guys come through the line and we went back. And it, it, was, was, it wasn't a screen. Yeah, it was. That being said, you know Marshall Howe was playing with a lot of those units too, and I thought he looked more composed than Evers. Yeah, like, I, Mark looks. Er, Marshall Howe looks solid. I I I question whether he's got the arm to do anything more than just be a depth piece because like we watched him on the f- throw to the far hash on like the deep post, and I was like, I don't know if he can get enough. He can drive the ball enough to to hit that route against a good defense because I, I just think he gives too much time for somebody to catch up on it. Yeah, I don't think he has the arm either, but I thought he looked composed at yes, least. Yes, he does. He's he's, he's comfortable in the I mean, offense. Yeah, which is crazy because he's a walk-on from Connecticut that nobody thought would have any reps at all this offseason or the, yeah. you know, the, coming into this Longo offense. Uh, Bo Dragon said defense is always ahead of offense before schemes get installed. Bo, I got to know, why did you show up to – I had so many people yeah. be like, where's Bo Dragon? Is he going to be here for the live event? We didn't, we didn't find you, man. We were hoping to see you because we're going to talk basketball and Greg Garden. We really wanted you to be there for he's, it. He's AI. He's the chat ch- yeah. <laughs> Somebody he's, put he's a script not. in. Uh, he was not there, unfortunately. A um, bunch more here. Matthew Berg said, uh, hey, Ryan and the crew, hope you had a good time. I thought I might have seen the three of you guys walking down State Street. I should have come and said hi, Matt. Hmm. Um, no, it was a great time. Like It was even with the weather, even with kind of the, the iffy game. It was a blast. It's just mm-hmm. at the end of the day, it's Badger fans getting together to watch a team we really give a crap about. And if you saw the crazy, that. the crazy guy that wasn't Luke Fick, the Fickle that was wearing shorts, then it was us because that was Ryan, the only other person in the entire stadium that was wearing shorts besides Luke Fickle. So Rajiv <laughs> bet me. I said I told Rajiv I can't be the only person with shorts here um, in the stands. And Rajiv said I'll give you twenty dollars if you can find another. I think he said maybe idiot. <laughs> you can <find> another idiot. <laughs> and I looked desperately to find someone else. And there's got to be somebody else that's wearing shorts. Outside of Fickle. Listen, me and Fick, we, we are bringing that energy spring yep. game. You both like hypothermia. Yeah. I mean, it, <laughs> it 
Uh, Slim Lewis said, on a positive note, Braylon freaking Allen looks a whole nother athlete after a uh, time in the elite strength and conditioning program. He, I thought I thought Braylon looked great, decisive, quick. He's going to be a monster this year. Yeah, he no, looked. Not, this uh, is yes. this is the most explosive I have seen him. Um, he looked really good, and it, you could tell how much not having guys in the box changed things for him because he would have one guy come up and try to get some some contact on him and then just be like, nope, you're not, that's not going to cut it and keep going. And a lot of the times you, you can't blitz the linebackers anymore. Like this, that's effectively what happens out there is you don't get the opportunity to be like, Hey, we can send three guys and we're just going to eat up the gaps and there's nothing, no place for you to go. Because now if you do that, now there's going to be receivers, you'll throw a screen out or whatever. And now you're, you're out of position. Yeah. I, I, you know, it's going to just, because, again, we talked so much last year about why is he dancing in the hole. It's because there's so much crap there. Like, mm-hmm. he's going to be able to be more decisive and look more athletic because there's going to be more space. Mm-hmm. I can't wait to see that. Uh, Greg, who's also there, Greg, great dude, was there too. He said biggest concern offensive line was pass protection. Yeah. They had 10 yeah. sacks, I think the number was, the defense, yeah. between the three units. Um, no, that listen, I, I've been wanting to see pass rush. These, these, are the, these are the tough parts with spring practice, right? Like, 10 sacks, yay. But Geo had a Geo had a sack. Geo looked good. Um, t- listen, I thought some of the linebackers, Muma and yeah. Turner, combined for three sacks. I believe. Mm-hmm. You know, they sent uh, pressure off the edge. I-, I thought the pass rush, especially as the-, the practice went on, got better and better. So that was good to see. But yeah, the offensive line at times, and you you talked about why we're there, Justin. Oh, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> a little, a little iffy. Yeah, they, they they've got some work to do. They've got time. But they definitely need to get locked in. It's it's not helping that Renfro's not out there. Snapping was a, a massive issue while we were there watching it. That's they need Renfro. He's got to be yeah. healthy because, I mean, Bordellini will likely get much better at snapping with a fall camp under his belt and a summer to work on it. You know, having somebody. I mean, if they have to have him get one of the defensive linemen and just be like, "Hey, I need to practice snapping, and I need you to sit over the top of me," and just you know, get me comfortable with moving off that snap, then you do it. You do whatever you have to, to make sure that he's ready by the time the season gets here. Right. But Bordellini wasn't expected to be a center. And I think that's a big part of it. Those, those bad snaps just throw everything off. They do. You, know, you can't, especially when you're, you know, we're working on the shotgun, but none of the yeah. centers Wisconsin brought in were, were meant to be, they were meant to have quarterback under center. So yeah, even the guys problem. that do have experience with it, don't have experience with a lot of shotgun. And Tyler mentions that it was so strange not seeing one play with quarterback under center. It's like a different planet, like mm-hmm. a completely different team. Yeah. Uh, Tim said only the first pick was a bad pass. Um, not so sure about the rest. Bell stopped on the second, 50-50 on the third, and the fourth was all Williams. So the second – we all went back and looked. I don't know if that was a bad route. I think the second felt like a bad pass to me. That third one was a great play by – really was a great play by Holman on that third yeah. one. And then we just – we talked about the CJ one already. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, listen, I don't want to bail out because they there's they're they're bad plays. Like we we can take it for what it's worth, but bad plays doesn't mean he's a bad quarterback. Mm-hmm. Like he's not Aaron Rodgers. Like we're not going to expect him to throw forty touchdowns and have three picks. This, that's not the way this season is going to play out. What you're hoping with him is that he doesn't have a game where he throws two touchdown passes and three interceptions. That's what you're trying to avoid with him. So yeah. if he throws a pick here and there in a game, as long as he's productive overall, it doesn't really matter. Well, he is going to throw a pick here or there because yes. that's like yes. part of his yep. DNA. 
Like it he's is. got a little of that it, unless the receivers just become superstars and start getting open at you know without trying. It's it's going to be tougher than that. And so. Yeah. Matthew Berg said, I was impressed with Locke and McIntosh. Tommy McIntosh, a guy we haven't really talked about mm-hmm. a ton, had a nice 40-yard catch where it was kind of contested. And then I think um, he had a really nice play, too, towards the end of practice where they threw kind of a, a short pattern to him, but he broke two tackles. He got mm-hmm. up. He was flexing. Like, he got me. <laughs> like, it, there's a physical difference with that dude. He is a guy that we might have been seeing kind of pushing if we wouldn't have had all the additions into the wide receiver room. Like, I think there's a lot of raw talent there. It's with him. It's there's. We knew there was going to have to be development with him coming into this, and I don't think any of us expected him to push this year. Same with Vinny Anthony. Mm-hmm. They both are now that they're getting further into spring, are starting to push a little bit more, and now they have a chance coming into fall where they can take another step and hopefully get themselves where they can get out on the field a little bit and maybe get you know eight nine catches for the season, ten catches to kind of springboard them into the year after. Well, and fall. Tim mentions you know maybe this offense needs stretch as an outlet. I don't. I think that's Pauling. You know, I. I think there's a possibility they they go four wide and use them both. Sure. In some circumstances, because I think both of them are guys who are going to create easy separation. Um, we didn't see a lot of Pauling. That was one of the takeaways that we had. He wasn't out there a ton. So I I don't know if there's something deeper regarding that. If he's a little banged up or what, but he was out there for the first pick pretty much. And after that, we really didn't see him out much. They they had Bell out there a little bit more. They had Lewis come kind of come out there a little bit more, rotating guys in. So it, it'll be interesting. But I think that's probably indicative too of it's a practice. There's still yeah. like everything. There's still a lot in flux here. Like yeah, the coach, is- the coaches aren't trying to to like as much as they want us to have an enjoyable experience. What they're doing out there is not for us. It's it's for to get better as a team. So, Tim has a couple good points here. One of them is something you said off the air, Justin. Uh, Locke was also going up against the second team defense, and Tim points out, at least in his opinion, um, and I think it's I think it's a, a correct one, by the way. Uh, we know the second team receivers are better than the second team. They're second a lot team. more experienced. We know that. So that is fair. Now he also has the second team offensive line. He doesn't have Braylon Allen for most of that, right? So he he he's not necessarily working with the best ecosystem around him, yeah. but he does have a really good second set of receivers. There's no yes. doubt about that. But listen, the touchdown pass was to Rucci, right? That, yeah. that it wasn't like going to. Well, again, another guy who's got a ton of experience under his belt, mm-hmm. um, and that's the that's the big deal. Um, Liz, he still looked good. Like he he made the plays that were there, so it's you can give him some credit for what's out there, and I think we feel good about those second string corners. It's just that they're also going against receivers who are have far more reps under their belt in terms of knowing what to do. Yeah. And again, this is where we start to get into the dangerous territory of let's. Let's react to one yeah. practice. Let's not overreact to yeah. one practice. Um, Mark D said, Matri look good. I agree. So there, here's, there's, there's things you can see one practice and then know for a fact. Like to me, Matri physically looks the part. I don't need to see yeah. more practices to know that. I'm good with that one. I, th- I think we can take away that the corners look really good too. The, the mm-hmm. first, the first, all three of the first string guys. Hallman has been, this is not the first practice that Hallman's been a ball hawk. And Alex Smith, they just True. didn't really throw to him. So, so yeah. <laughs> yep. Um, this is a good one here. Louis S says, I remember hearing Rajiv yell at all the high snaps. Yes, Rajiv was losing his mind if you were around <laughs> us. So that's awesome, Louis, that you were around us um, with Rajiv there. Paul Buckeye says, 188 nights till the big game at Camp Randall, Wisconsin, Ohio State, coming to Camp Randall. Um, Paul, well, how do you feel about it? 
We better get our act together. Hopefully we can get that. That can be a game battle of undefeateds. That'd be great. Yeah, I'm curious to see how um, Paul Buckeye feels about that. Let us know which way you see that game going, Paul. Um, so a ton of a ton of um, more great comments. We're not going to be able to get to them all today. Got to get Jake on here. Uh, Jake says, let's go. Uh, I need to get Jake on the show. Jake, let's, let's get that going because Jake has some great insight into Luke Fickle. And um, I'm very excited. I want to get him on the show as well. He is a new Badger fan that we got along with Luke. So, yeah, Luke's <laughs> not just recruiting uh, high school athletes and transfer quarterbacks, right? We're just bringing fans into the fold. Um, I'm going to wrap it up here because we're going to do a bigger kind of show as well, get Rajiv on. I'm going to take the rest of these comments that we got and wrap those into a show. Justin, anything else you wanted to touch on? I'm going to throw one more up there real quick before we go. Yeah, yeah. Um, Bo, Vakos looks like he's got a pretty strong leg. Um, they, the kickers had some, some accuracy issues. I, I, they, we didn't see any Cavaruso shots into the, like the, the first row on this, you know, towards the 50 yard line borderline. So there's, there's nobody was super far off, but we would have liked to see him be a little crisper. Um, but he hit it. He hit one from 47, I think. Mm-hmm. That was the one that, thinking. so his one from 47 was the one that would have. And, and it was, it was in clearly. It was easily yeah. in. So he he's got a leg. He's he's got a big leg. I, I'd say if you're looking at him, you're what you can expect is is Rafael before he got dinged up. Like that's what you're expecting from Vacos as a kicker, which is which is an, a very above average kicker in the Big Ten. Yep. That would be absolutely great. All right. So uh apologize for the comments we didn't get to. I'm gonna wrap those up. We'll do a bigger reaction show. We'll get Rajiv on as well. Again, wrap it up by saying thank you to everybody who showed up to the live mm-hmm. event. Y'all are amazing. It was incredible. Um, so, with that, on Wisconsin, we'll talk again tomorrow. Obviously, of course we will because we do this yeah. five days a week. On Wisconsin, and let's go.